Olivia and I'm Karina and this is more than a number we decided to make this podcast framed around companies that have either treated women poorly or have decided to look at that feedback and respond in ways that are promoting body positivity and furthering the body positivity movement such as Victoria's Secret and Lululemon, we have some examples of how they were treating women poorly and, and furthering women's, I don't know what you call it, what would be the opposite of body positivity? Body negativity, I guess. Um, other companies such as Gap, Madewell, and Airy have decided to Photoshop and airbrush their pictures less and uh, include um, a full range of sizes that include everybody and not... Um, segregate or discriminate any body type from their clothing lines. I think something that a lot of women struggle with is just going shopping in general. I know regardless of what size you are, whether you're small, big, medium, anywhere in between, finding clothes that fit just right is something that's really hard for a lot of people, especially like I know for me, like I struggle with buying jeans sometimes because the way like my waist is versus my legs versus my height, like all that stuff, like it doesn't always fit perfectly and I think more companies nowadays are trying to make sure that they are being like size inclusive to make sure that every single person that comes to their store can find something that will fit them and I think that it's not not every store is doing it but I think people are slowly starting to realize that it's more and more important because I mean companies that are size inclusive obviously get more customers because everyone can find something in their size there, which I think is really important. So there's a lot of companies that are doing really well in it, and there's also companies that aren't doing so well, such as Lulu and Victoria's Secret. One company that I found that is doing really well, it's called Universal Standard, and they're an online company, and they have all sizing from a double zero to a 40, and I found on their website that they said, they stated, today we're the world's most inclusive fashion brand. Tomorrow we want to change that. By representing all different sizes, Universal Standard is really setting an example to the rest of the fashion industry. And I think that's really cool that, like, they know that, like, right now they're obviously one of the only companies that has all those sizing, but they really want to change that so that, like, everyone can be confident in where they're shopping and what they're buying. I think it's becoming more and more common, like, because... The companies who haven't done it or who aren't doing it see the companies who are and probably think that they're doing so well and it's they always have so much feedback and they they're in like the limelight of like doing a good thing and they're like positive publicity because they're like look at this company doing so well for every person out there that they can find something there but then there's companies who aren't doing it and then they have the negative publicity basically being like they're encouraging girls to starve themselves to fit into their clothes or their size isn't included because that's not beautiful or whatever it may be. Now that we're in 2019, it's like more common to be more obviously size inclusive because everyone's got to wear clothes regardless of what size you are, you got to find something and it might not make it easier. And unfortunately, um, a lot of companies that are for like our age group of like the college like 16 to 24 age group Mm -hmm. a lot of like online stores and shops like don't have that size inclusive but one thing I found interesting was Pretty Little Thing has like a lot of sizes I'm not sure what exactly they go to Mm -hmm. but they're definitely more than 
those other Australian companies that have like zero to four, zero to six, which mm-hmm. is insane to me. But I think it's cool that it's like a company that we all shop at that people know about and they're trying to include everyone. Hmm. I think it's definitely hard. Like there are so many companies out there, especially online companies that you have it like what whatever size you are, like you're just totally in the dark guessing what size you are and then you order it and if that number is the size you are in other companies and then you get it and it's like entirely too small you're like well what the heck like this is my size why is it not fitting and it's annoying because sometimes like stores and companies not all of their sizes are like the accurate actual measurements to the size that you think you are so I think that's what's hard but when companies have um more sizes to choose from then you could figure out like okay well if I size up then like I'll be safe or whatever it is there's so much more to choose from but when it's just small medium and large you're like well sometimes I'm a medium sometimes I'm a large or it could be in between or it could be over like what what is it and like having so many more options it's so much easier to find the right size I remember when I was shopping for like dresses for Vegas I was shopping on like I think it was Opali because they're in mm-hmm. Australian brand right and I think, I mean, I knew that their sizing was small, so I, like, ordered a six, being like, I don't know if this is going to work, and it was so small, like, the mm-hmm. smallest of anything's ever been, I was like, oh my god, like, am I fat? Like, yeah. what's wrong with me? And, like, yeah, yeah. and, like, I shouldn't be thinking that, obviously, but it's, like, when something like that doesn't fit, I'm like, wow. Especially, like, why did they do, why did they do that? Especially if that's your size in, like, other, yeah. in, like, other companies, yeah. it's, like, why... Why is this not fitting? Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. Yeah, and I agree that I think that a lot of things that, at least one thing that I do like is how, for example, Aerie is having pictures of women who are not as retouched and also women who are not all the same size because I think the problem is even though all a lot of clothes are offered in a range of sizes from whatever it is, extra, extra small to the... 4XL. Yeah, the 4XL. Um, even though they're... They have such a range in sizes. You still, when you go to click product description online and you're shopping, it says model is wearing size zero to two yeah, or something like helpful. that. Yeah, and so if you are going to click your size, it's kind of that's body shaming in a sense. At least mm-hmm. it's making you feel bad about yourself or something like that. Mm-hmm. And including models in the pictures that are not all the same size is a way of showing the clothing without having this depiction of women all. And should be the same same size as each other because that's just not realistic. They just pick a handful of same size women across the country, and that's what they have on their website, and that's what's contributing, I think, to people feeling like they don't fit in. When in reality, those are the outliers in society of ones that are all being able to be so fit and so healthy, and people people strive to be fit and healthy all across the U.S., but not everybody can be fit and healthy and have the same. Frame, body type, yeah. Plus size models are becoming so much more normal, and like I know that companies try to strive to have plus size models on their website because they know that not only does that look good for the company, but also it's so helpful to the buyer to know that oh, if this woman is really close to my size and she fits into it, then I know I'll fit into it. Because you know sometimes you're on this clothing store, and like you said. The only models are wearing like extra smalls, but not every girl is an extra small. So you're like, well, will this even fit me if I do get my size? It's like you would never know. But if there's a model wearing a size that's close to what you would get, then you would feel reassured that, okay, then it should fit me. Mm -hmm. I think it would be cool to have like every sized 
I mean, like, every a model yeah, fitting a model wearing each size mm-hmm. that that company has, like for each like because then you top like, oh, or bottoms because you can see like what you most closely look like. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a lot easier for everyone. That would be cool. That would be a cool feature. Now that we're getting into the AI age of the being able to create people's faces. Mm-hmm. Um, with technology, being mm-hmm. able to like create a digital view and see how you look in person, that would be a really cool online yeah. feature. There oh, are that the glasses. Idea? We just thought of they do it here first. Yeah. <laughs> more than yeah. Yeah. They, they have them for glasses. They've like I've virtually tried that. on, and I did that. I've done that. My glasses. Yeah. Yeah. There are companies. I don't know oh, if it's Nordstrom or Bloomingdale. One of the like department stores, I believe, or some websites. You can put in your dimensions, so you could put in like your height, your weight, your age, and then I think one or two other things. Oh, I think it like asks you like how your body is, like so mm-hmm. if you have like a bigger stomach, like how is your stomach like shaped, kind of thing, yeah. or whatever it may be. You can like like if you're like moderate or like if your hips are bigger and your stomach's t- smaller, like whatever it is, you can like put all that and they'll tell you what size you are, oh, like cool. most accurately. I don't know if it works for everyone, but mm-hmm. I've like done that on. I don't know what website it is. I've seen that before, but I've just never gone around and measuring myself. I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't know the measure. actual measurements. I, I just know how tall I am, and I know my weight, yeah. and I know I what I look like. Like, that's <laughs> the when they ask you, like, size charts, when it's like, your bust is this many inches. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's I'm like, what I, I know. I don't own a tape measure that I just, like, whip out and yeah. measure myself. Like, I don't know. I don't have a tape measure laying around. And they always do, like, the measurements for each company, but it's like every shirt is different. So yeah. they have those, like, yeah. models for every size. I think it would be a lot easier depending on the shirt or the bottoms or, like, That would whatever. be really cool. Yeah. And I feel like that's not that hard. You just look for models with yeah. all shapes and sizes, I'm I mean, sure. the same models for every picture. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm also, like, different sizes based on the article of clothing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, or the part of the body is a different size. And, well, like, and, like, what other companies sets. say what size is a four yeah. or say what size is mm-hmm. a six, like, I'm completely different. That's yeah. what's so hard. Like, I just wish every company, every clothing company would be on the same page so that we all would just be like, this is my size. I know this is what I am. Mm-hmm. In every single store, like, I'm going to be able to get that size. It's going to yeah. fit. Especially since, uh, like, online shopping is becoming so digitized and getting so only online. Like, malls yeah. are going out of business mm-hmm. all across the stores world. Are all, stores are closing and... in-person shops to be yeah. strictly online. Yeah. Yeah, and... Since those are closing, like, people can't try things on. Unless you constantly order from the same company, you need to have some sort of scale to rely on. Yeah. That's not, like, the inches or centimeter measurement mm-hmm. of yeah. a part of your body that might not tell how a shirt is going to fit on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with the whole size inclusivity thing, it's, like, I've seen... I know we've already, like, hit the whole influencer topic and stuff, but a lot of influencers out there are creating their own like clothing lines and stuff Mm -hmm. and starting their own businesses and I know a lot of people that I've seen on social media or whoever it may be they like always say like my like company is size inclusive and we have sizes extra extra small to 14x which I'm pretty sure has been determined like those like that's universal every single person should be able to fit in to that or like almost every single person you know and I think that that's, like, because most influencers are relatively our generation or millennials or, like, around our age, they know how important it is for companies to be size-inclusive because, I mean, you see every day that there's people who are, like, I can't fit in to certain companies. And, like, most influencers aren't really engaged with their audience. And so I'm sure a lot of people are always, like, thank you so much for 
making sure I can fit into your company because you would never want someone who loves you not to be able to support you and your company or whatever it is. So I think that's something that's really cool, but it's like a lot of the companies who aren't doing that are the companies that have been along around for so long, hence Victoria's Secret. Like they never thought that they needed to be in size inclusive because models are walking around as double zeros and they're just like, oh, well, they can do it so everyone else can and like yeah. whatever it may be. So I think companies yeah, like that yeah. need to kind of reevaluate. But I think we're definitely they? like losing um, customers too, mm-hmm. losing money from all that because I mean, if I say, like, oh, I got this shirt from blah, 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 and, like, someone can't fit into it, like, that, that sucks. Yeah. Like, that's, not, that's not fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, if it's, like, oh, I really love that, where'd you get it? Mm-hmm. And then you tell them, and then you go look online, and you're like, oh, I'm literally not even going to fit into this. Like, yeah. That's, that sucks. Like, yeah. every single person should be able to buy on a website and find their size. Mm-hmm. At some point, hopefully every yeah. company realizes that that's really important. And something interesting I read um, in an article on Forbes um, is how an uh, model, uh, an Australian model, Robin Lawley, um, launched a petition on change.org um, with the hashtag we are all angels, um, which challenges women to vote with their wallets and their eyes. Uh, and she has a quote that's part of her petition saying, let's help Victoria's Secret to be more diverse and inclusive of body shapes and sizes on the runways. Victoria's Secret has dominated the space for almost 30 years by telling women there's only one kind of body beautiful, Lolly wrote in her petition. And I think that that's something that's really important, especially coming from someone who fits that body, that, that image. image. Yeah, that body image. And even she's coming out to speak and say, look, why am I the only image that's being represented by Victoria's Secret for almost 30 years now? It's Oh, she was a Victoria's Secret model. But she is a model. She was, like, she's she, a supermodel. Uh, however, she is not a Victoria's Secret model. Okay. She, so she's Victoria's defending Secret. everyone who doesn't look yeah, like that, which is Even really though cool. she does fit the yeah. body image, yeah. Which is cool to see that there's people out there who know that they are what people are like striving to be, but they know that that's so not right, that their body image is the only thing that people are like basing off of or wanting or whatever she realizes that there's more than just people like her in the world and that's really cool that she's like speaking up about it Mm -hmm. Mm because I feel like people who I mean not everyone obviously but I feel like there's probably people out there who look like that and they're like oh yeah I look like a Victoria's Supermodel yeah Yeah. that's that I'm a supermodel I can fit anything like I can walk the runway like blah 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 but it's like she's like no like this is wrong like we shouldn't be endorsing this especially to young kids who are like people who struggle with their weight and everything like that's so hard to see that an example of a good influencer like what we talked about before about Mm -hmm. people who have so much influence over a large amount of following Mm -hmm. but aren't influencing in the right direction and she we followed her on twitter with our podcast twitter account and i think she has something like 35k Mm -hmm. um, followers and she's constantly tweeting about it and um, seeing that those kinds of messages are being sent out to people who follow that body image as well is also really a really good step in the right direction. Yeah, I feel like people like her are who need to speak up. It's the people who fit into the mold that they need to like break the mold. So going back into Lululemon and how they've had you know their scandal with their CEO about um, basically saying that his clothes are not made for all body sizes and stuff like that like that's not 
great, but obviously Lulu is probably one of the most successful athletic clothing brands just because it's Lulu and they're expensive, but they're good quality. But with that happening, there are so many other athletic brands out there competing with Lulu that are super size inclusive. A big one that I know that's actually getting up there to be probably the same playing field as Lulu is Fabletics, which is Kate Hudson's clothing brand, which is so cool because I see so many advertisements with models of all sizes and they always are so proud of their size inclusivity and I think that that's really cool and then also I don't know the brands off the top of my head but something that I often see when I'm scrolling through Instagram or ads or people talking about other companies that are size inclusive. Athletic clothing is probably the empire of clothing brands right now just because so many people leggings are day-to-day outfits like you don't just work out in them. No. Yeah. It doesn't work no. out. It doesn't work Yeah. Like, you don't need to be working out to be wearing athletic, leisurely clothing. Like, you just lounge in it. You wear it to class. Like, I think I wear leggings almost every single day, unless I yeah. have a reason not to. And so, the fact that, like, we don't even need to be working out and, like, that there's so many companies out there that are selling athletic clothing. And so, Lulu, essentially, like... Yeah, they're the top dog of athletic brands, but there's so many out there that I feel like one day Lulu is going to be like, okay, either like I need to lower my prices because it's super expensive yeah. or be more size inclusive or whatever because like there are so many brands coming for them. And they're, obviously they have so many people who are obsessed with Lulu, so maybe they'll never go down, but there's just so many out there that are doing a better job at including everyone in their brand. And also, like, a lot of other athletic wear companies other than the top dogs, like Lululemon, um, have, like, promotion codes and stuff like that that they give to people, and this is sometimes promoting companies that are only giving a certain amount of brands or a certain amount of sizes in their brand, um, and these might be your friends or people you look up to on your social media accounts or people you follow promoting these brands and, and makes you want to to follow them or purchase their products and that's another example of people just having too much power through social media and young people young kids are being exposed to that not knowing any different and growing up in that and growing up being exposed to that without having going shopping and going to the mall and being your normal regular activity Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that they have to get used to and who knows by the time that they're our age who knows what will happen to malls and in-person shopping by then. Um, but in the meantime, who knows what it's like to be exposed to that in such a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when we were talking about like influencers and how we need the image of like that to that Victoria's Secret angel to like come out and say stuff, but I think it's really cool that Kate Hudson is the founder of Fabletics, but she's very small and petite. And, mm-hmm. like, she is so, like, inclusive for everyone. And I'm looking on the Lulu site right now, and there's literally one size for every pair of leggings that a model is wearing. Like, I don't see anyone higher than a four. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And even a four would be, like, stretching it. I feel like most times... Most are, like, twos. Or zeros and twos. Yeah. yeah. Most of these are zeros and twos. And the thing is, like, these days, people on Instagram are photoshopping themselves to have incredibly skinny waists and mm-hmm. Jenna on his hips and the background will be bending because we're using face <laughs> yeah. to make their hips twice as large as their 
shoulders and that's not humanly possible but yet online every model is wearing a zero to two they didn't even these people who are they're photoshopping to be like or people who get surgery like the kardashians are not wearing a zero or a two they're wearing designer clothes to fit their monstrosity that they have created with surgery that's not that's not achievable by birth by Mm. god's given natural (laughs) features like Going back to what you mentioned earlier, how there are companies out there who are photoshopping and editing their, like, model pictures less, it's really interesting that, like, they even have to do that in the first place. Like, the fact that companies think that they have to photoshop their models and their clothes to, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like, it should never have even been a thing to to be doing it less or at all. It should literally never have even happened. Like, do we, like, Lululemon, for example, not to like dish on them any harder but like their models are all teeny tiny like are they still photoshopping them to be even smaller than they are like it's just like why like what's like either way we're probably going to buy the product so like if it's going to be our size so like why edit like it because if you're editing the product like we're going to see it in person like what's the point and like regardless of what it looks like on the model I don't know it's just like the fact that people even have to do that and I know there have been like I don't know if scandal is the right word, but scandals with celebrities where, like, they're on the cover of a magazine and they get photoshopped and they're like, I know I don't look like that. Like, they don't approve of the photoshopping. So Mm -hmm. it's like, why, like, why is this even so, like, I know that, like, the whole social media thing is one thing. Like, that's, like, kids like us, like, just normal average kids just trying to fit in with society. But it's, like, when a celebrity is, like, on a cover of a magazine and, the company who like the magazine or whatever the photo editor whoever it is like they photoshop this celebrity but the celebrity straight up is like that's not what I look like like why did you do that to me like that's when you know like why is it even happening if the celebrity doesn't even want that like what's the Mm -hmm. point like we all know what the person looks like that just makes them look 10 times worse yeah it's just like that whole the whole thing behind it just like will never register in my brain like why yeah, but it's honestly sad that they think that they need to photoshop women to have unrealistic proportions yeah. to buy their products because I and along with many other people would buy a product if I look at a model and say wow I look like that model or I feel like that's attainable she looks really good in that clothing I could look really good in that clothing when you see someone who's insanely incredibly thin with a perfect body whether it's natural or photoshopped you are like, okay, well, she looks good in that clothing because she looks good in that clothing too, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it's, you want to see realistic pictures and mm-hmm. when you can't try things on and when that's the only thing you're seeing, you, it's not necessarily a good marketing tactic to overly Photoshop models. And I've seen on the Reddit page that I've been following, I've mm-hmm. seen this actually, it makes me laugh because it's so dumb, but it really is concerning. <laughs> but that there are people who post pictures for their companies for clothing sites or small business shop owners um, posting pictures of dresses or something that they make on mannequins and evidence of people photoshopping the mannequins in pictures right like it makes you laugh because it's so absurd but like the fact that they even think that their mannequins don't have perfect Body, body proportions. Body, yeah. Where does it end? Where do we stop? <laughs> that's like so that's bad. that's crazy to me, and that's just worrying. And not even like weight. I mean, that's a huge part of it. But like how people and models smooth their whole entire body so mm-hmm. they have yeah. not one 
freckle, shadow, open shadow. Like that's not texture like, perfect. Like freckles are cute. Like why would you? Mm. No one's skin body. is like, going to be that small. Yeah. There's this picture of like the Kardashians. I always say that. Mm-hmm. It's always them. It's easy. But it's like they're literally like everything's just smooth. They look like a baby's bottom. I'm like, you don't look like that person. Like no, everyone has yeah. seen you. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just not perfect. It's not. It's not attainable whatsoever. And don't get me wrong. What goes into pictures, especially into advertisements and everything, like this isn't shaming photography or no, the art of photography because retouching is one thing. Oh, yeah. But to overly Photoshop, yeah, yeah. overly smooth. A lot of what I see on the Reddit account is when people just go and Photoshop themselves oh, and God. make it so that their face is two-dimensional pretty much mm-hmm. and their eyelashes are so black that it's blacker than anything else in the rest of the photo their skin has no texture it is so smooth and it's just to think that that's what people think celebrities are doing yeah. and people are only doing that to mo- mimic celebrities and to be like their who they it's look so up to and if people aren't photoshopping to that extreme I think people will feel less like they need to and I think that that's really important yeah we like yeah we've said it before but like doing minor blemishes or whitening your teeth a little or removing a pimple like those things you don't want to remember that pimple forever yeah like those things are so normal and like accepted but it's when you're reshaping or making Mm -hmm. things look unrealistic that's when it's like what's the point like I know for me two things one like if I go on a website and you clearly can see that the model wearing a clo- a piece of clothing is like something's clearly not correct, like it's not natural looking, like for me it's like, well, what's the point? Like, do I even want this? Like, do I even want to support this company if that's what they're doing to their models? And then also on the other end of it, if I go to a website and I see a clothing brand that is super size inclusive and they have plus size models and stuff, it makes me more enticed to buy their clothing. Like, not mm-hmm. only like you want to support them. Yeah, like, not only would maybe those items fit me better, but it's, like, I know that they have, like, good intentions. They know what people should be doing, and they're doing a good job at it because they're including everyone, and, like, I think that's, like, what's really cool. So I think that's – it makes me, as the consumer, want to support that brand even more. So companies that don't do it, I'm, like, do I even want to support you? Because right now you're body shaming me without even knowing me. <laughs> like, you know? I think eventually if we stop promoting or, sh- or stop purchasing from companies that have bad promotional tactics such as over photoshopping or treating their women poorly like how Victoria's Secret fashion show models eat an orange a day for leading up to those shows and if we stop supporting companies like that altogether collectively they'll either have to change their ways or they'll go under and that would be the the most ideal situation um but i think that that would be the most effective solution i think it'll get to a point where there will be more companies being size inclusive and using plus size models or models of all shapes and sizes it'll become so overpowering that there will be more companies doing it and the companies who aren't doing it will realize that they should probably start doing it or like they're just it's not going to work out for them anymore like I really do believe that there will be a point where Lulu will probably have to start doing it or else I mean there's obviously I mean there's seven what is it billion people in the world like 
Lulu will probably always be a really successful company regardless yeah. of if they do it or not. But I think there will reach a point just the more our world goes on and the more um, transparent, I guess, we are kind of as a society that I think companies like Lulu, if not Lulu, will have to change their ways or else they will not succeed. Whether your best friend or your idol on social media is promoting your brand, you should look further into the brand and see what you're supporting rather than just blindly buying something because you support someone on the internet. And we need to look into who we look up to as influencers. I saw a tweet once that said to follow artists and to follow people you look up to and people you want to be. And that's going to change your mindset because what you scroll through on social media does have an impact, does have an influence on you. And who you follow and who you look up to does make a difference. And I think that if you follow people that have a good impression, whether you think, oh yeah, I follow that person, I know they're a bad impression, but I follow them anyway. I think it still would be useful to unfollow them and follow different people because it might still have a subconscious effect of Mm -hmm. some sort. Um, and hopefully it'll have a subconscious effect on you to follow uh, people with a good influence. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. You, I, I've heard a lot of things, I mean, putting social media into this, but you, like, become who you are surrounded by or, like, something mm-hmm. along those lines. You're like, exposed to. Yeah, like, the people you hang out with in real life, you develop similar characteristics and traits, like, the way you talk, whatever it may be, like your mannerisms, like become similar. And I think it's very similar with social media, like who you like watch on YouTube or whatever it may be, like your beliefs may change because of someone you're watching because you're like developing their beliefs or whatever it is. So if you don't support someone who has good beliefs or positive or a positive influence, then your mindset could be uh, tainted with and that could be like a negative thing to happen to someone so definitely be careful of who you I mean we've already we've said this before but be careful who you support because not only is your support hurting like someone who's not like it's not a good thing to support someone who's bad but also you could be hurting yourself in the long run because your mentality could change and you could develop their bad characteristics which no one would ever want. Um, and that goes for online and in real life, life. 100%. Um, something that I wanted to mention before this ends is there's just one simple quote that like always has like stuck out to me, but it's just, you're imperfectly perfect. Is that like not one person in this world is the same. There's only one you and like that's that. And you're never going to be, like, you can't try to be someone you're not. There's only one you, and every one of, like, all of your imperfections are normal, and that's just, it's as simple as that. And I think that with all of the size inclusivity talk and all that, if a model is photoshopped, don't think that because she's photoshopped that you have to hide whatever they're hiding for her. Like, that's, don't ever think like that. I think that's something that is just important to remember. And a somewhat uplifting quote. Yeah. You're unique, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Somewhat uplifting. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. It is true. It's it's uplifting in the sense of 
yeah, you're you're unique, you're your own person, but you also have to respect it so as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember that at the end of the day. And I think with all of that, we just want to say to everyone listening, thank you for listening. We have tried our best to give you guys some insightful, some inspirational things to help you love yourself and to know that body positivity is something that's really important and it is happening all over the world and it's getting better each day. We all struggle with it. We're all in the same boat, even if you feel alone. And I think that, I hope at least that this points out some things that maybe you may not have thought about. For example, like who you look up to or who you who you watch on social media and who you follow and just kind of take a closer look around and become a little bit more self-aware. Um, I think that that will help and hopefully some of the ideas we talked about to fight um, fight these feelings and fight this, the stigma. You know, yeah, yeah. The stigma by going on walks and all of our ways that we handle our own confidence issues, um, especially at the University of Arizona, considering how competitive just life in general on social media can be. I think with all that, we just wanted to say that we just hope that we've helped you, and if you're listening, and whoever you are who's listening, we just thank you. We really hope we helped you. Our email is always open. Our email is always open. Our Twitter will stay active. If you're hearing this and it's been a long time since it's been posted, don't ever feel afraid to reach out. Also, if you want to check out our Twitter, our Twitter handle is more than a number, but except for the E in number, it's a three. So it's more than a N-U-M-B-3-R. Check mm-hmm. us out. Give us a follow. Check out our tweets. And if you're listening to this, don't feel afraid to reach out because we're all still going to be active on online. Our email will stay open. But this is most likely our last episode to this podcast. We hope that everything we've said has been somewhat helpful at some point or insightful or motivational or whatever it may be. We hope we helped to promote and further the body positivity movement. Thank you to everyone who's listened to our entire podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have a great rest of your day. Bye.